0: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. Main event of the evening, evening. 60 minutes Two of minutes football, minutes. fun and banter, fun and banter. banter. with Chris, Chris and Lester, and Lester till, I die, till I die TV. Are you ready? Ready? Let's get get ready. Ready
1: strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. I die. Subscribe, like, follow and join
0: in now. This is your host, Chris. No, God, please, no, no. I know, I'm sorry, but he's cheap and
1: available. How rude.
0: Right, Chris. All right, how the devil are we all? Yeah, two words, off and pissed. I uh, <laughs> Whichever order you want to, because that's how I am feeling right now. Um if you want to know my true feelings, then be sure to check out the BBC website tomorrow, the Leicester till I die page. Um so basically bbc.com forward slash Leicester City and you'll get to Leicester City's homepage, Tuesday Talking Point because tomorrow is Tuesday (laughs) nothing gets past me you know and you will see my real thoughts at the moment, I did actually say there that I have um, been so fed up, with. I've knackered myself out, I've got splinters all over myself changing my side of the fence regarding Brennan Rogers every week I've actually decided to build a fence a gate in my fence so that I can just swap sides because at the moment I am definitely on the Brendan Rodgers, please fuck offside. So um, we go. But what a weekend! What a weekend! The the one non-Leicester City fan in the prediction league went the fact that we would beat Forest and we didn't. The one Arsenal fan that said that they wouldn't beat um, Tottenham got it wrong. I got it right. What 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 a what a weekend of football! What a weekend of football. We're going to be covering different things. um, And it's nice to be back with this show. Obviously, every week now on a Monday at nine o'clock, it is going to be the review show. Um, Two contributors normally will be joining me. Um, There's one that is very, very, very pretty. And then there's uh, Anthony. Uh, Maisie will be joining us next week. Uh, she can't make this week, but uh, she'll be back on both next week. I can see what Anthony's doing in the green room. Believe you me, you don't want to see it. Um, these are the topics we're going to be covering this week as we go as we go through the games. Um, Paul Merson yesterday uh, on Sky. And I've got to agree with him. I think it is Arsenal's to lose. Uh, how are all those Arteta out fans feeling now? Ten Hag is doing a wonderful job at Manchester United. I've got to say that. Um, I, I thought he was, you know, he was changing things around there, but I didn't think it'd be this early. I thought it'd be a season of consolidation, but there's no, I think they could they could eat that fourth place. Um, how far can Newcastle go this season? That is a good question. Leicester, West Ham. Are our dream seasons over? Is it back to normality and relegation for both of us? And Everton are officially, at the moment, this this season's worst Premier League team. Surprised? Probably not. Probably not. Um... David is in. Good evening. Nice to see you, David. Uh, nice to be back. Nice to have you back, sir. Hope you are feeling well. Uh, and the True Red, good evening. What a brilliant weekend of football. Funny that, isn't it? Um, for some it was, for others it wasn't. Look, we're going to get on to the Leicester game, but well done, Forrest. You were the better team. You deserved it. Um, please do s- click on to all our socials, Less Little I Die TV is how you'll find us. One name, every social now that we are on. And if you're new to the channel here, please subscribe and uh, smash the likes. It does help. Like I said to you, I've got two guests, a pretty one, and well, the other one. Uh, unfortunately for you guys this week, yeah, it's the other one that I've got. <laughs> Anthony, good evening. <laughs> and welcome along as our new co presenter on The Review Show.
1: Yeah, Chris, thank you for asking me, you know, I, I do like this sort of show and where we can talk about previews of the uh, the weekend's games, but i tell you what, what a weekend we've had of football, it's, it's been a good weekend, I mean, more so from me, from my point of view than obviously from yours, but, you know, but we'll yeah. go into that.
0: We will, we will, <laughs> it is the last game we will get to, in fairness, but then... It was the last game that was played, so we will be going through it in yeah. that order. Uh, Africa, David, I always forget you, West Ham. <sighs> I saw West Ham. Well, again, let's come on to the West Ham game when we, when we come to it. But uh, welcome along. Where can people find you? As well as on here every Monday at nine now, where can, else can people find you on this lovely thing that we call the World Wide Web?
1: Well, the World Wide Web, you can find me on, well, yeah, you can find me on here at Less It Till I Die uh, every Monday. Um, I suppose if there's a person missing, you might see me every now and then on a prediction show as well, which is a good show. Uh, if anybody hasn't clicked like or subscribed to Less It Till I Die, just make sure you do. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And my name is Anthony Herbert. You can also find me on, now check this out, a Manchester United channel, right, Football United TV, hosting an Arsenal show called Gunners from All Corners, uh, Friday night at 9 o'clock. We didn't do a show last week because there was technical issues um, with Matt's laptop, so we couldn't do a show. But hopefully we'll be on next week, next Friday, at 9 or maybe 10 o'clock. So um, I have Arsenal fans on there. We talk all things about Arsenal. Um, we have a good debate and all of that. And um, we talk about Arteta and what an amazing manager he is. And uh, could he win the <laughs> Oh, how things change.
0: How things change. We will come on to that. We won't, you know, we won't let you forget. Uh, yeah. But let, let's, uh, let's start with the first game, which was Friday night. Um, yeah. Let's bring it up here. And it was Aston Villa 2, Leeds United 1. Goals from Bailey in the first half. Uh, Buendera on 64 before Bamford got a late penalty on the 83rd. Um, he's, he's made a good impression, your ex-manager at Villa, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, you know, Emery. I mean, I was actually surprised when he actually um, went, well, accepted the Villa job, to be honest with you, because he's normally a top team. I suppose he fancied a challenge somewhere down the line, obviously accepting the, uh, the Aston Villa job. And I gotta be honest with you, he's done quite well. I mean, I mean, look at this. In their last five games, they've won, they've won two, drawn one, and yeah. all right, they, they they lost two. But I mean, you know, he's trying to find the right um, players in the position that they're playing, and they are playing at their strengths at the minute. But yeah. this is going to be a bit of side. I, I think they're gonna, they're definitely gonna finish in the top half this season, Chris. I think with so. You.
0: And I think there's a bit. We'll look at the table later, and I think there's a bit of a gap developing there. Uh, yeah. But Leeds United—they looked at the start of the season to be struggling. Um, yeah. Marsh was the, the the next manager to be uh, the, this, that was up to be sacked. Um, he kept his job. We had a couple of good wins, including Liverpool. Um, but it's all going wrong for him again now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's all going wrong for him. I mean, the last game. <laughs> the last good game that Leeds United had was, it was pretty much going back in um, October of last year when they beat Liverpool. When they beat them 3-1, it was actually on on pretty much on Halloween. So it was, you know, they, they were going for a good spell leading up to the, the Christmas period. And then it's basically, they just took their foot off the accelerator and they kept going down, you know, they kept losing games, picking up your point here and there. But in the minute is not looking too good for them, is it? They're, they're struggling to find that win to get that three points at the minute, but
0: yes, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't mind too much as long as there's, there's a few more teams like that that are doing as bad as or worse, mm. worse than Leicester. But just looking at sort of their, uh, their match that was summed up, Aston Villa's strengths was they stole the ball often from the opposition. Uh, were effective at creating goal-scoring opportunities from counter-attacks and were strong at finishing. Lead strong points were created a high number of chances relative to their possession, uh, stroked the ball often from the opposite. sorry, stole the ball often from the opposition, stroked the ball, a bit like a Bond villain. Hello! <laughs> um, were effective creating goal-scoring opportunities through individual skill And were effective at creating opportunities from the flanks. I mean, you know, pretty pretty even there. But you know, it is all about putting the the balls in the back of the net, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. And unfortunately, Leeds United haven't got that. They they haven't got that um, particular goal scorer that can score day in and day out, like sort of thing. I mean, I think they're more effective from well, basically from their midfield. Because that's where they build the attack up, you know, and obviously getting shots on goal there. I mean, as we know, he he scored the goal for Leeds. But I I feel that if they are going to sign someone in this window, it yeah. needs to be a striker.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, looking at the the top performance the performers in the game, um, I can't, I'm, I'm looking at the who scored, uh dot com site the top five performers were all Villa players. And you know, if you're in that sort of position, that that's not going to win you games, is it?
1: No, it's not. But, I mean, you know Emery's got the players of, um, obviously it's not his um, squad, is it? But he's, he's trying his best with them. He seems to like that formation, even when he was the manager of um, Arsenal, he loves playing the four-three-three uh where he likes to get down the um the balls at the, base of the down down the center of the pitch nice. and um every now and then they ping him out wide it was exactly the same as Arsenal but I always find that when you play a four three three you've got more of the depth there but you haven't got the witches in such but yeah listen I mean he's he's doing really well and um you you, you can fault him. and I, I think to be honest with you the one player that he will definitely improve there would be Watkins, their striker.
0: Yes, yeah. And and I'm as I'm looking at all these, whether it's dribbles, tackles, total shots, there is certainly most more, more Villa players in there than that, than Leeds. I mean, the weaknesses: Lee Aston Villa lost possession often, um, gave away a lot of free kicks around the box. Leeds were aggressive, uh, lost possession again often, were caught offside often. I mean, it was. I think this one was always going to be decided by one goal, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was always going to be decided by one goal. I think when we did the prediction show, I predicted it by one goal, but I think I went too high. I think I went 3 2 Aston Villa because I thought this game was going to have goals in it.
0: Yes. But,
1: you know, so. Well, we, all, well, we, all
0: predicted, we all predicted the Villa win. Um, yeah you went three two, I went three one, Steve went two nil. Just none of us got the uh, the two the two one that was the correct score, but
1: um yeah. On but, that yeah. I mean you look at it down there, I mean the um, the styles of play. I mean look, you've got the green arrows there. The Leeds united, they played with width, you know, the quantity of possession in their opponent's half. The attacking down the left hand side. I mean they're they're quite dangerous down that left hand side, Leeds United. Yeah. But I mean Villa, Villa, you know, Emery does his own work. And, I mean, you, you, you look at it, there's more objectives from Leeds than what there is from Villa. But obviously, Villa were the strongest team in the end.
0: I mean, I'm but, looking, at, apparently, oh, well, I'm just looking at the figures here, which you can't see on the screen, but 53% of um, Leeds' attacks came down the left-hand side. Now, yeah. when, when it's that high, the, the, the opposition team's going to work you out, aren't they?
1: They will work you out eventually. Yeah, I mean, because sometimes the the team that sits back and already don't do nothing, that's their time of working the opposition out, and then that's what they've done. And obviously, Aston Villa exploited that look. So, but I mean, they were still strong down that left hand side. Um, you you can't really fault a Leeds United performance in here, like you know, on the the way they performed on the pitch. It was just unlucky they couldn't get a point or let them in a win.
0: Yes. well, moving on to the next game, uh, first one Saturday morning, which was the Manchester Derby. Uh, of yeah. course, it, it was a weekend full of derbies. I mean, I have to say, full full credit for Ten Hag and what he has done at Manchester United. That is a club that is going through um, a revamp. Not not much, you know. Not unlike your team did over the past few mm-hmm. seasons. And I didn't think you he would be this high this this season i thought it would take him a season or two to get going but fair play to him you know 2-1 uh beating manchester city who are having i mean look, you know if you look at that there five wins they i i think that i think the 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 champions league potential
1: they they are champions league potential and it's like what you said with tin Hag coming in thinking it most probably would take a good season or two just for Man United, let alone, to get into this stage at this minute of time. But, I mean, you can't fault them. The only problem that I would say, um, obviously, with Ronaldo going, they've signed this player from Burnley, night, this workhorse, and not So, I, I think, to be honest with you, I don't think he's going to score many goals. But I think his work rate would be... I think that's what, what fans should judge him on. But I think... Coming into this team, I think his work rate um would be quite good, um obviously within the game. Obviously, he ain't going to score loads and loads of goals. We we know that, but you know, I think they've got a good signing um from now to the end of um obviously to, to the end of the season and how long they've actually gotten for. But
0: yeah, It's a bit of a weird but, one, though Vercoast, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, I. I was quite surprised because there was there were talks it was going to be Gapo but he went to Liverpool mm. and there was loads, there was um, quite a few names that was floating around uh, Manchester United but I mean this this one come up at the end and the, the last result they end up getting this striker so you know I, I thought about because obviously he plays for Holland I think Ten Hag got his um, his contacts and his communications uh, around the Dutch side like in the yes. Dutch league so that's what I reckon. Either. I think there'll be a couple of more Dutch uh, players coming into Manchester United even next season.
0: Did you see match of the day at all?
1: Um, I didn't. No. Ah,
0: have you? Did you see Manchester United's first goal?
1: Yes, I did. I I was actually, um, believe it or not, a little story. I um, it was my me and my Mrs. Uh, anniversary nine years Saturday. Oh, happy,
0: happy happy anniversary!
1: Oh, and I'll, send
0: a, I'll send you a long service award.
1: In the oh, super, super. <laughs> Well, it was nine years, Chris. It feels it feels like um, well, it feels double that, eighteen. But I've got to be honest with you. I was actually watching the game when we were sat down and eating the meal, and I've got to be honest with uh, this. Man United's first goal. Hmm. I don't think it should have stood. I think Rashford was involved in play. You know, and um. It should have been disallowed, in all fairness, and uh, I I think it should this game, in my opinion, should have been one all. But I mean, VAR...
0: How, how can he not be interfering with play?
1: Exactly, he's actually there in the middle of the pitch. He's sort of like he's running off the defender. I think there was like a bit of an assist from him, or sort of something like that, and then it it uh, went to VAR. And then uh, it was like it took about a minute or two to decide whether it's obviously going to be a goal or not. They give him the goal, but when you actually look at the replay in slow motion, you knew he was actually involved in play. So that shouldn't have stood. That goal.
0: It, it was it was a weird one. Um, yeah. Because apparently the linesman gives the offside because yeah. a player is offside, then it's up to the referee to decide if he's interfering or not. And then obviously it goes to VAR as well. I just do not know how that was. No way was that not interfering, you know. But as good as Manchester United are, I mean, you know, look, they've won, they've won five.
1: Yeah.
0: Out of five, you cannot argue with that form, and no, that no. form will get them, I think, a Champions League place. Manchester City, we know they're going to finish top four, but you know, lost two in a row now. You know, drawn one, two, lost two in the last five it's kind of all getting
1: a little bit tits up for them, isn't it? Yeah, it is getting tips up. I, I don't know what it is, but I think Pep's got to change it around quickly. And, I mean, I I work with a Man City fan, believe it or not. <laughs> and we were talking about the game earlier today, and I said, the problem is, I said, in the beginning part of the season, Pep has a £100 million or whatever on one certain player, mm-hmm. and then you get nothing. Uh, you, they didn't they make another signing in January. I, th- I think signing these top class players is not all cracked up to be the money that we spend on these players. They could just get two players in, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, even Epperly, uh, he's a good manager. They're just, they're just in a bit of a spiral, Chris, and they they, they get out a bit sooner than, yeah. uh, than later.
0: James said, uh, I give up on what the rules are anymore. Totally agree with you, James. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then, but again, looking at the player stats, the top five players all Manchester United Rashford, Wambasaka, Casemiro, Fernandes, even Fred was fifth. Uh, in the total shots, one player from Manchester City got into the top five that was Her Harland, obviously. Who else? Yeah, tackles, um, not one Man City player in the top five, and dribbles. Yeah. Cancelo got second, but again, the only Man City in the top five. Uh, you know, last couple of things you, you can't, you would not look at a Man United, Man City game, or you wouldn't look at a Man City game, whoever they were playing, and expect to have out of twenty positions for lots of top fives to have only two players in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would. I mean, I, I mean the quality that they've got in their team as well. You know, mm. if they can if they've got a player injured, that Man City is always one of those teams that replace class with class. Yes. And unfortunately, um we didn't see that. I did read a quote from Haaland uh today. It did say that um he's never played in a stadium with such an atmosphere, with so much noise. Apparently he found it quite scary. But yeah. this is what he quoted, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> whether it put him off his game, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But, but,
0: but the funny thing is, again, what we were just saying about attacking down one side—forty-seven yeah, yeah. percent of United strike uh, attacking went down the left side, with only twenty-two down the right side. So I suppose every team's got his, you know, the better player on one side possibly, and that makes a difference. But um,
1: well, yeah. I mean, the that left side, as we know, is Rashford, and I mean, look how he's playing this season. He he's improved a hell of a lot, Marcus Rashford.
0: Yes, yeah, oh yes, yeah. Do you think getting rid of um, Ronaldo was? Uh, I think it was a good move. I mean, you know, as a team that's got rid of a troublemaker, how it can you know help you.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good move. Yeah, and and bringing him in in that player, of course. I think um, it's like what he said. His work ethic should be good there. I think they're gel better and they're play stronger as a team now. They mm. haven't got that one player uh, with a certain hold on the team. So what, that was a good bit of business.
0: Yeah, it was. What I find strange there was Manchester City have no weaknesses uh, in that game. Mm. And yet they've only got two players out of 20 in the top fives. It's weird one. Weird one, shall we say. It is a
1: weird one, yeah. It is a weird um, one. I, I I don't get that one in I, I you you beg to differ with that, but it's like what you said. You've got the facts and the stats there right in front of us, so you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, moving on. Um, let me just make a note of something. Um, the next game, which was Brighton uh, and Hove Albion three, Liverpool nil. Now I know dogs not in uh, the chat at the moment. It's I think uh, some Liverpool fans are happy with Klopp. Uh, and to stay But if Klopp had been At any other club Whether that be Oh, <laughs> just as I say that In he pops <laughs> Doug, good mm-hmm, evening Doug. That is scary That is extremely scary Just talk about you it. It's a good job I wasn't saying anything horrible about him Was it? And <laughs> <laughs> told you, bro is in as well Doug, are you still behind Klopp? Um, let us know Because and I've said this, and Doug has agreed with this comment, is that if Klopp was at a Chelsea, a Man United, uh, even an Arsenal, he'd have gone by now.
1: I think he would have, yeah, uh, in all fairness. I'm not too sure much with Arsenal. I think the most probably would have given uh, a little bit more time, but, hmm. um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's really our time, struggling times for Liverpool. I mean, Doug was doing a stream earlier, and, and it's, It seems like this Liverpool team has gone downhill since they sold Manny, you know. Mm. And um, I I did see to Doug, I said, if they, I reckon if they would have kept Manny, I think Liverpool now would still be in the top four, not necessarily top of the Premier League, but they'd be in that position of top four. And that was what I reckon.
0: I always said recently about Leicester that you cannot rely, a, a team is not just about one player. No. But we don't have James Madison fit at the moment. And yet we're struggling. They've not got yeah. more, mate. Look at how they're struggling. I mean, Doug says here, Klopp and Pep are allowed one bad season. Yeah. Depends what you call a bad season. I mean, you know, to me, okay, yeah, they've, they've won cups, but they had one totally amazing season. When yeah. they won, they won everything. Going, if there was an egg and spoon race, and Liverpool entered, they'd have won that. Yeah. But apart from that, what mainly really has Klopp done at Liverpool?
1: Well, this season, um, you you can see nothing, well, Not this trouble. season,
0: but any season apart from that one amazing season that they had, and don't get me wrong, it was totally amazing. You know, they, there was nothing that they they went in that they didn't win for.
1: Yeah, uh, well. He's like I said, I mean he's won he's won trophies. He, he's done he's done well clock, you know, with Liverpool. I mean the Liverpool fans they like him, um, they respect him. I think the problem with Liverpool this minute, Chris, is the midfield. They haven't signed anyone in this window not yet, have they? And I think that's where they're struggling, is the midfield. And um, they they need a couple of midfielders there, and um, a, that creative, like a Madison in the middle, you know, someone like that, someone that can help to assist goals for them. I mean, look at their new signing this season. You is know, he's, he, he's not that great. He, he's I, I I didn't rate him at all this season.
0: mm I I just, I just think. And I'm, I am on the outside looking in, obviously, and you know I don't know, you know, what goes on at Liverpool, but I just, you know, we just hear that the clop that you see now, post match, is not the clop that we saw when he first came to Liverpool. You know, we're getting the all oh, the wrong colour shirts, all oh, the rain was falling the wrong way, you know, <laughs> or, you know, my, my, my main striker has got, he's got an ingrowing thumbnail, so he, no, you know, yeah. He, the, the he reminds me of Mourinho. <laughs> when Mourinho first came into Chelsea, they had this happy little bubbly chat. I love Klopp when he first came. I loved Mourinho when he first yeah. came. But now, you know, to me, Klopp is like just a miserable old moaner, not unlike yeah, Mourinho he, ended up being.
1: He is a winger and I gotta be honest with you, he does come up and trying to find the um the best excuse uh when he loses the game. I didn't hear what his excuse was when he lost this this one uh, I did, to Brighton. To be with you, but, the, the... And, um, but I mean, first first sight to Brighton. I mean, look at that there. What you've got there: four wins and one lot, four wins in five. You, yeah. you, you can't go wrong with that. And uh, they were up against They were up against um, a weak Liverpool side, and, and, and they were. And is this is are we? Am I right by saying is this dark times for Liverpool? And if he doesn't win, if he doesn't get in the top four. Yeah. Would hmm. probably be the manager at the end of the season. He may be. But he needs he needs he needs well, he has been backed. You can't say he hasn't been backed. He's been backed with the money that he spent on players yeah. since yeah. he's been there. Yeah. So you know, something's something's got to change there and he's you got to change. Can't, the, you can't but,
0: argue when a team like whether it be Chelsea or Liverpool are struggling, oh, we haven't hmm. got any new players in. Fuck off, you're a top six side. You know, one of the so-called yeah. big six. You've got expensive owners. You should be able to go out and buy players. If you've not, something is wrong. The book stops somewhere and it stops, I think, with, with Klopp. With
1: Klopp. Um, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, he was, he was actually honest and said that was the worst team we've ever played under him. Well, you know, your next game is going to be interesting. Um, you are, you know, Liverpool are ninth in the league at the moment with 28 yeah. points. Um in ninth place chelsea are in tenth with 28 points you know i mean it's just you know you've got brentford brighton and fulham above those two teams <laughs> um yeah. I, I just think i just think really you know his time is coming to an end and and i'm not um i, I can say i am not and as I am, i'm not i'm not a liverpool fan so i can't say too much but from the outside I, I think his time is naturally coming to an end. Um, but as James says there, a beta does there be, it's just carried on like where Potter has left. Uh, and I've actually got um, Chloe, the, the Brighton and Hove Albion fan, British tea just coming on the preview. Because obviously yeah. Brighton's next game is probably going to be the toughest game of the season away to Leicester. <laughs> Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, um yeah he he's he's just carried on where he's left off. Look, talking about managers that like to make excuses why their team doesn't win and, and never blame themselves um leads us nicely on oh no it doesn't that's coming up later. Have I have I gone out of order here? I think I possibly have. Um Everton, Everton, Southampton. Um yep. Yep. six pointer here. Southampton slowly turning it round,
1: aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, you know, it's it's that period of time of the season. You've got to start turning your games around, especially when you're down near the bottom. Mm. And Southampton are gradually doing that. I feel sorry for this Everton team because... Do you know what? I I feel that Frank Lampard is on borrowed time. Mm. He's, He's absolutely on borrowed time. And I got... I, I think he might have one or two games left in him if they don't pick up points within these uh, next two games. I don't know um, who they got next week.
0: Everton. Um, um, yeah. Everton are facing Aston Villa. No, they're not that Southampton, sorry. Everton are facing West Ham. They're away at West Ham. Wow. Another six-pointer.
1: Yeah. It is, yeah, and I tell you, if, if, West Ham, if West Ham win, I could see Frank Lampard going. I could see him sacked, he'd be gone. He's not doing nothing there with that team. You know, I mean, the players are not playing to their strengths. Uh, I don't know what his strategy and philosophy is uh, with that team, but it's, it's definitely not working. There, there's nothing there for Everton. They're better off getting rid of him and bringing in a new manager, ASAP, now that we're in this transfer window.
0: Yeah, I mean, James is, is an Everton fan. Uh, his mind was fully on the atmosphere in the protest, other than the match. Um, Doug says Frank Lampard has nine wins in 45 games. Uh, overall, well, we aren't good enough and do not deserve to stay in this league. We lost to Bournemouth, Southampton, Leicester and Wolves. Everybody that's down there that you need to be beating to, to get out of this um, situation. Yeah. I mean, there was, you know... Um, I don't, I think Lampard was the wrong um, appointment. I don't think he was. You know, yes, he kept them up, but he's. You know, he's not had the experience in a relegation battle. You know, no. you 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 want. I you know, and I'll talk about you know my own team sort of of later and, and who wants. But you want managers that that's going to come in that have been there, seen it, got the t-shirt if you like. You know, oh, yeah. and. Yeah. um The funny thing is that Everton had, well, they had only one player in the top five of the ratings, but they had four of the top five who had the most shots in the game. Uh, James ward prowse topped that, but then the next four were Everton. They had three of the five top tacklers in the game, and they had four of the five top dribblers in the game, and yet they still managed to lose it. Um I I mean, looking at that, there, there's very little positives. Um, Everton's strengths in that game apparently were effective at creating goal-scoring opportunities and set pieces. Um, Southampton strong at finishing. Um, Are Southampton slowly turning it
1: round? They beat Man City midweek. Yeah, they knocked to make the cut, but I I think I think with with Southampton, I think obviously they got their new manager in, and it takes time. It, It took them time. And uh, I knew Southampton was going to beat um, Everton because I predicted Southampton would win this. And the uh, the reason being was because of that win against Man City. And Man City, they filled out a, a squad there that was quite capable of beating Southampton, as far as I'm concerned. And he yeah. didn't do it. And Southampton turned up and they played well on the day. Same era with Everton. I, I, think Southampton, I think Southampton, everybody's seen about Southampton getting relegated. I, I can't see them getting relegated. If anything, I'd see it being Everton if they didn't change, but their ideal up.
0: I, I think at the moment you've got Southampton and Wolves who will obviously come on to that um, are on a bit of a run and we'll look at the form no. tables later. and um, uh, uh, What have you, but yeah. Uh, Everton are, are are in the doo doo, um, and you've got to say. And I know James is saying there the board has got to go, Um uh, it's a board that has pumped millions of pounds into the club. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And is it the fact that you you have just say haven't got the right manager? Because you know, if he's thinking the money to spend, you don't know what's going on again behind the scenes, but. I think – I fear for Everton this season. Sorry, James, but I do fear for them. I do. You know. Um, David says Southampton without Ward-Prowse. They would have already gone down, quite possibly. Now, as I did say, talking about managers that like to blame everybody but themselves, um, we come on to Nottingham Forest-Leicester. Um, the only play only person that actually predicted a a Leicester win here was yourself. so you yep. cursed yep. it. Um, <laughs> you know we, we've we've got a squad here that lacks confidence. Um, you've got Harvey Barnes whos our joint top scorer. Um, I'm trying to keep this succinct, otherwise I'll be here for another hour and a half. Um, yeah. You've got you know missed two sitters, so his confidence is obviously at a low. Um we've got injuries left, right, and center. But why are we keep getting these injuries? It is every yeah. Brendan's got to go. And like I say, I've got i I've got a thing coming out on the BBC tomorrow on the Leicester City page saying Top has to. I think I didn't quite word it like this on the BBC because they wouldn't have allowed me, but Top has got to grow a pair of balls and sack him. And yeah. what we need here at the moment, you know, is a manager to come in, a bit like Everton, that um, can get us out of the shit that we are in. And to me, there's only one person to do that, and that's Sean Dyche. Because what I like about Sean Dyche is, and okay, there was a time when I said no way, whatever. He plays to the strengths of his players. Mm -hmm. And he said that, um, you know, he could never play like Manchester City, because he didn't have players like Manchester City. And yes, what he yes. had, he made the best use of the players he's got. Where well, we've got a stubborn look, bell-end of a manager that says, this is the style I'm going to play, and I don't care whether mm-hmm. the players can play that or not. He has actually taken – I'm doing a show on Wednesday. It's a brand-new show I'm doing every Wednesday well, – sorry, every second Wednesday at 9, and it's called Memory Lane. And we're going to be looking at how this period of our of our history compares to when we were struggling under McClintock, under David Pleat, under Cloud Cloud Claude Powell, uh, Claudia Ranieri. Certainly under Powell and certainly under Ranieri, we were not as bad as we are now, and those managers were sacked. And, yeah. I, and I'm not having any of this. Like, oh, well, you know, um, look at all the injuries. The injuries are there because the manager keeps playing the same players and he's bringing them back early because he doesn't trust any of his other squad, most of which he bought, um, to to do the job for him. Um, I, I just think he's taken a good team and made it boring and rubbish. And... You know, okay, so he's won us the FA Cup. And I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. But, you know, managers have the sell-by dates. He's gone mouldy. He's gone that far past his sell-by date. You know, he, he wouldn't even make it into a food bank. You know, no. Forrest wanted it more. Um, they, they, they weren't brilliant. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. And I'm sorry, Luke, but you, you, you weren't brilliant. But once that first goal went in, I was talking to Jack from the Final Whistle uh, earlier, another Leicester <laughs> channel, and congratulations to him. By the way, he's just hit the one thousand. Uh, get over there and support the guy there. Um, it was two bad teams, but once Leicester had conceded, you can see their heads went down. Um, but you know what? They're going to stay up, Forest. I didn't. I didn't think they'd go down. Uh, and the mm-hmm. reason that they will stay up is not because of the players, because the players, you know, again are. On a day, de- you know, on, on paper, you would look at the two squads and say Leicester got the better squad. What they've got is Steve Cooper. And he is the difference because he can motivate players and he can get the best out of players. And Rodgers, who allegedly is this top coach, he was beaten by Bournemouth. And Bournemouth didn't even have a full time manager, they had, a, <laughs> they had a standing caretaker manager who outthought thought Brendan Rodgers, who was supposed to be this. This brilliant coach. So yeah. you know, anyway, that I'm, I've, I've ranted. That's my rant. <laughs> what do you think of this game? Dare I ask you?
1: I I got to be honest with you, Chris. I I feel sorry for Leicester. I, I I really do. I mean, to me, Leicester City is one of those teams. Personally, that I I I couldn't hate. Right, and that's the truth. But this is a game that you should not be losing. This is definitely a game you should not be losing. But it's like what you said, the Forest manager. He's bought in so many uh, players this season. Um, he, he's been playing them all. He's um, he knows where what players he need. Uh, he's picking in his position, and he's done it right. He's taken his time, but he's got there in the end. Look at that three wins in the last five for Forest. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're going to go down. I think that they they got the right manager there um, at this time. I just feel it like with Leicester, I feel that I'm most probably the same as you. Brendan Rogers has got to go. Everything yeah. that is going wrong is gone wrong with yes. your club. And I I gotta be honest with you, I feel that well, I'm I was surprised that I did not believe Brendan Rodgers was actually sacked this morning, Monday morning. I was actually. I was surprised. And I, I think he does need to go. And it's like what I said with the last game, with Frank Lampard. If he goes now, get a new manager in, you never know, he might be able to add maybe one or two additions, whether it's sign someone and get someone on a lane. And if those two additions could really help you to gradually, slowly creep up that league. But you know, Brendan, he's, he's stubborn how he is. yes. yes. He, <laughs> He doesn't let players um with injury time, he does not let them um, recover, fully recover. He hasn't got I don't think he's got trust in this in, in his team and in the in the squad of players that he's got. And I feel that they don't expect him to a certain degree as well.
0: Yes. I've got to say, um, and I get on with Luke and I get on with David um from mm. Mr. Doors channel. Um This is a comment that literally just popped up this moment on on a show, on the post-match show I did. And this is from somebody called Andrew Levers, uh, 7686 on YouTube. He says, Forest have tons of injuries and still beat you. Yeah, but you've got about 500 players you bought in the summer. Uh, Leicester have had their time in the premiership. It's now time you went back to play Derby. Forest have got this for the Midlands now. And I've just got to reply... It was interesting to see if you were this cocky after we beat you four 0 earlier in the season. I mean, obviously, he's a the guy there that you know likes to keep Kleenex in business. <laughs> um, but, I wait for that, and every every club has them. But I'm sorry, um, you know, you, you won one. Put your dick away and stop whizzing it about everywhere, um, and, and and go and watch some porn. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you look, if we look here at the, um, if we look here at the, at the at the stats, you know, Forrest, a lot more strength than us. Um, we were only yeah. effective at creating goals or shooting opportunities from long shots. That's probably because we couldn't actually get near to the uh, near to the goal. Um, Leicester were poor at finishing. Shit, <laughs> Sherlock! I uh, gave her a lot of free kicks. I mean, we just. You know, like I say, on, on paper, we have a squad, a good squad. A lot of these players got us to fifth. Yes, United, yep. uh, sorry, Nottingham Forest have bought a lot of players in. In fairness, though, they had to because, you know, a lot of their players they had last season were loan players or players that would come to the end of the contract. So I get it. I get why they had to uh, had to buy so many. Um, and I love I love them being up. Uh it's nice to have, you know, we've not had a proper derby for a few seasons. Uh, you know, playing Villa and Wolves isn't a proper derby. So it's great to have that sort of, you know, banter back again. James, thank you very yeah. much. He's got to go. Uh, but thanks very much for popping in, mate. Take care of yourself. Good luck for okay, the James. weekend. Um, you like ourselves, I think we're gonna need it. Um, but you know, they they again. You know, we didn't get a player in the in the top five uh, when it came to the ratings. Total shots, mm-hmm. Harvey Barnes had four more than anybody. But like I say, his confidence is that low at the moment. We got two people in there with with the tackles, but they had three, and we didn't get anybody dribbling any better than Forrest. But like I say, to me, the difference really is the you know they went one nil up and they made changes you know we yeah. we we went one we went one nil down and waited 10 minutes more before we made any changes you know i just yeah. think you've got they've got a great manager and he can obviously motivate the players and that is something we lack we've just got a huge big bell end uh, in in charge yeah. of the uh, in charge of the dugout yeah, um, you
1: have.
0: another another team that is struggling let's be honest west ham and i saw that jake uh, the west ham fan um I put a video out earlier because there was rumors that Moyes was had been sacked. Um at this rate, it's not gonna be far off though, is it?
1: No, it's not, Chris. Uh you just gotta look at it there. I mean, three one one win in five. And then what was their last win before that? Yeah. I mean, we, we beat we beat them three one. Um and they, you know, and I got to be honest. There's 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 nothing there at that West. It's like Leicester. I've, I think it's gone, it has gone. It's still. It's still, and it just needs it needs some something or someone to come in, and change and just just right for the team. Up, you know what I mean?
0: Mm.
1: They've got players there. They've got good players there at West Ham. And why they're they're so down in the uh, league table is is beyond me. Is exactly the same as Leicester City. The players you've got, I know... You're, you you must be the unluckiest team in the Premier League to have so many injuries, Leicester City. But, mm. as I always said, with, with this West Ham squad, they're pretty much the same. Um, I thought they... Um, do the players have respect for that manager? I mean, this it, is was, more difficult.
0: it was an appointment uh, that was not wildly welcomed, uh, I think is the fair mm. thing to say. Um, and he had two very, very good seasons, like Leicester, when, you know, he got to a semi-final of the European competition, he got yeah. them into Europe two years running uh, when it wasn't expected, and now they're kind of back to, to where they were before, same as ourselves. Um, And you, again, you've got to say, they've got, they've got the players, but Wolves, I mean, apart from Costa, they've now got a, finally a decent manager in there, they're getting a couple of results together, um, as you can see. I mean, you know, the, before that, I think they'd lost five five on the trot. But again, yeah. you know, when you look at that match, we're talking about, you know, pretty much a squad that, that finished, you know, <laughs> um, last uh, last season for West Ham or six, wherever it was. Again, the top five ranking players were all Wolverhampton Wanderers players. Um, mm-hmm. The total shots, apart from Jared Bowen... Uh Neves, Podents, Nunes, and Kuna for uh, for Wolves, tackles, apart from Declan Rice, Kilman had the most, then Sademo, Collins, and Neves and Dribbles, apart from Ben Rama. Again, it was four for Wolves players. Wolves dominated all over the pitch.
1: They they did, yeah. And I gotta be honest with you, this this wolves team, you look at that midfield in what they play. That is a top. That that's quite a top quality midfield they've got in in that Wolves team. Yeah, I mean that that team mid uh, that midfield. You look at that and what they've got there. That's a top sixteen just in the mat, that midfield alone. But it's like what I said, I think I think that's where the um the strength is at the minute, is in that midfield. And it's like the attacking what I mean, you know, with the counter attacks, um they they had, you know, and they were down they had strong, they attacked through the middle, they attacked through the right and the left, they dominate possession. Yeah, look, what I just said, he's got all the bottom three there, the bottom of all, what I just said. And that is where it comes from, that midfield in that Wolves team. And I've, I've watched them quite a few times this season, and I think that's their strength, um, is their midfield. and They don't yeah. want to get rid of any of those players, not if they cannot help it in this transfer window.
0: No. Um I mean, I'm just looking at the two heat maps for the, for the teams. To be honest with you, the Wolves heat map, they had 756 touches, and it literally yeah. covers the whole pitch. Yeah. Know, I've never seen a heat map that look just like another globfish, but it covers the whole, the whole of the pitch. Um, yeah. And I think, I think Wolves could very easily stay up. Um, yeah, I do. Another team that um, we, we, we seem to be concentrating on the bottom at the moment, but it's just the way that the, t- the, the games were played. Brentford, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, going really, really well. Bournemouth, their season's been, been, been a bit like a bride's knickers up and down. Um, Brentford again totally totally dominating this one and a deserved 2 0 win.
1: They do, yeah. I mean, at the start of this season, uh, Chris, I predicted Bournemouth to be relegated, fin- yeah. finish bottom, and I suppose a load of other people did as well. And by the looks of it, I, I think it is that that's what's going to happen, and um, it. They, they, there's nothing there at Bournemouth at the minute. They have got the sign a couple of players. Do you know something? They're actually after a couple of Bristol City players as well. Seriously.
0: <laughs> no, and, <that> uh... <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry.
1: <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're gonna struggle. They're gonna go down. they I, I do feel sorry for them. That there's no there's no positives in this Bournemouth team at all, apart from saying, look play play your game, enjoy it while you can when you're in the Premier League, because unfortunately you're going to be in the championship next season. That's all you can say on Bournemouth, yes, yeah, in theory, but this Brentford team they're, they're 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 good, they're strong, they remind me of the old Wimbledon in the nineties, you know when they used to um that team spirit they used to have,
0: yes with yeah. Wimbledon,
1: this is what they got at Brentford, and I. Uh, do you know what? That they're they're a joy to watch, Brentford, and it sees it there, Chris. Look at that, three wins and a draw yeah, at their last five games, yeah. and they they can actually. I. I they're actually nearer. Where are they? I, I think they're around about. Are they about eight or something ninth? Mm. So, and, and in
0: fairness, they they are buying players as well. Um, they are the uh, Wolves are sorry. Well, sorry, I <laughs> I was still on, 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 on the Wolves. Wolves, sorry, agree a Cerebra deal with PSG. Now, Bournemouth are bringing in a Tara that was actually linked with ourselves, with Leicester. Um, they've outbid us, uh, but apparently, as well, their owners, Bournemouth's new owners, also own the club that is coming from in France. Uh Laurier. So um probably no surprise that, that they go in. But uh, yeah, Brad yeah. and good evening, Brad. How are you, sir? Hope you are well. Do check out his channel, Top Ten Battles. Yeah, um uh, Brentford have proved a lot of us wrong, no second season hangover.
1: Yeah.
0: I think I think Brentford are the club that Leicester were.
1: Yeah, I I, I think you're absolutely right there. I mean every I mean, you look at the striker you've got up front, Jamie Vardy. He hasn't done it this season. Started dying off last season, didn't he? In it, a bit the, the lack of pace and uh, and all this and that. But yeah, you you is is I can understand what you said. That they do remind you of an old Leicester team. But mm. it's like what I said. They're they're building up when there's bits of Leicester are just coming out. They're coming out of the equation, and unfortunately, you're just going down. It's like a sinking ship. How are you going to save this sinking ship? We're well, getting rid, get rid of
0: the big rat at
1: the front, to be honest with you. But,
0: um, <laughs> um, the, the, we've moved on from Leicester, don't we, Miami? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, but, but Brentford and the team now, that people I think are looking at and going like, look how well they're run." Yeah, Look how well they're doing. And fair play to them. Fair play to them. Um, Next up, uh, we're on to the Sunday games. Uh, Probably save Potter's job. I was thinking that if this didn't go Chelsea's way, that Potter might be um, asked to leave, shall we say, put it politely, and that he might be um, up for coming to Leicester. Because at the moment, I'd take him, mind you, and we said that at the moment, I'd take bloody Steve Bruce. (laughs) <laughs> over Brendan, but um they sneak this one, but that's, you know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? But it was the first win in five. Potter is struggling. He's being given the money. He's being given the players, whether they're his players or not. There's a lot of rumours around that are saying that um, Tom Bowie is the one that's buying the players and picking the players, but yeah. you know, uh, Potter's there. He's taking the, the big money, but you know, <laughs> we
1: said before, tense, things aren't looking good for them. No, it's not. i I got to be honest with you, if, Potts, if the last owner was in charge of Chelsea, he would have been out. Hmm. He, would have, he would have been out. There's no ifs or buts about it. But you are right in what you said. Um, the Chelsea owner, I think, is him going out there. He's getting the players in. And Potter's got to do what he's got to do is manage these obviously his players on the pitch. They even actually had an interview with him with this, um, when he first signed, um, this Felix guy. They, uh, he, he didn't know nothing about it. He said, I can't say anything about it because I don't really know what was going to come off of this deal. Yeah. But I mean, you, you, you look at this now, they've signed two players now that moderate and, um, Felix. Felix. These were two players that Arsenal were after. And I'm glad we didn't get them. I seriously I am glad we didn't get them. I mean, that much money for eleven million pounds um for a loan for six months, that's distortion. And this player, this model, which I think is ninety I think he's cost Chelsea ninety million, and we don't really know anything about him. He plays in the Ukrainian league. Okay, yeah, he's good over there, but is that too much money for him? And how is he going to perform in the English Premier League? Obviously, we all say it takes a season. But, yeah. you know, I, I, he, is, he is a good player over there. But, I mean, he might he, he might struggle over here. But if he don't, he plays well. Then I'm all for that. Brilliant. But I'm, they, they've got the money, Chelsea. They've got the money. And they always block Arsenal's interest in players. They always sign our players that we're after. And we get the rejects coming to us. <laughs> we will
0: come on to us like, uh, in, in a yeah. couple of games. But Palace, I mean, Brad has asked there, is the Vieri effect wearing off? Um, they are they are struggling. Um, yeah. You know, I think, um, I forget, what was their thing? I mean, they've, they've won one out of the last five. Um, yeah they they're only there's a bit of a gap between they have got a game in hand on the teams below them but you know they'll probably finish mid table i can't see them going down but they could very easily get drawn into the relegation battle i think it's been a long time since the premier league has been this interesting uh but palace again not one of their players was in the top 5 rated players on the pitch um and i th- i think we all went did we all go for a palace win on this one, um, oh I,
1: no, did, I went yes, for a draw.
0: I went for a draw, you went for a palace win, and yeah. um, Steve went for a Chelsea win, fair play to him, but um, yeah, palace, I think their season's over already, and it? it's just that I don't think as I said I don't think that they will go down, but they're not going to get your presence, no. They're their normal mid
1: table. Normal mid table. I think what they got to do is carry on that airplane because, in all fairness, Chris, a team like Crystal Palace, they've really got nothing to play for. Yeah. Apart from getting mid table, and that's and that's it. That's that's we, we know that, that that's a typical Crystal Palace team. Finish mm. mid table, and that's it. But I mean, Patrick Vieira, he, he might pull something out the bag next season. It depends on signings and who we can get. And what money he, he can get, and um, you know, obviously to buy players, they do need some. they do need a, a top um, what their goal scoring, um, striking is is is, is poor, you know, they haven't got yeah. that striker up front that can give them uh banging 15 18 goals a season, and um, that's if they add that, then they will finish um top top 10 or, or eighth, you know. But they, unfortunately, they so haven't got that.
0: Uh, that the, the, we were heavily linked with, and thank God we didn't get him.
1: <laughs> yeah, is that the one that used to be for Celtic? Ed?
0: Yes, yes,
1: uh, yeah. Because he was strongly linked because of obviously Brendan Rodgers there at that time, wasn't he? So, yes,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, uh, the the uh, Nottingham Forest fan is still um, still jerking off over the fact that they won one game.
1: Um, <laughs> Chris, you're going to get it now from the end from now to the end of the season, aren't you? With Forrest.
0: Know, in fact, no, because I'm just going to block him because he's just talking a load of bollocks. Um, you know, what, do you know what I mean? It's not when I, I, I'm yeah. all right for somebody coming on and saying like uh this or you know, and, and having a bit of a a joke, but um, no he's being he's being a total tosspot, uh, basically. Um, Let me just see what I can do with him. There we go. Um, right. Amazing. Okay. So the next game, the next game, um, Fulham uh, travelled up to Newcastle. Um, Fulham, again, cred, credit, I didn't think Silver was the man to do well for them. He hadn't done well at, his, yeah. you know, Everton uh, when he was in the Premier League, but then who is at the moment uh, uh, recently. Newcastle, I mean, what a difference a manager makes.
1: Oh yeah, I mean this guy has turned, he's done wonders for newcastle, and i I think um there's no point looking at any other managers when you say oh world class managers elite managers this that, and the other Eddie I will soon be an elite manager for this team I've tipped him already to go and win the Carabao Cup this season, which i think which I think they will and uh I really felt sorry for Fulham in this game because they had that penalty and they scored it, didn't they? But he slipped. And it was something there. But how many times have we named penalty takers to kick the ball, slip, but the goal was stood? Quite a few. So, you know, and it got retaked again, obviously, but this Fulham team, what, I mean, Look at Leno and Gold, the ex-Arsenal goalkeeper. He's done absolutely brilliant in this uh, Fulham team, you know, and that was a keeper that they needed in the back. They signed a right back as well, is it Robertson or whatever his name is. He's doing well there. And um, you know, there's there's a couple of signings, they've made that has they've gelled really quick as a team. Four wins in their last, you know, obviously their last five games. Do you know what? I can see them finishing round about Europa League stages or maybe Europa League conference. Yeah, this is the reason why it's called. Yeah, and this is where now, this is where Leicester should roughly be. I know I keep saying Leicester, Chris, and I know you're going to get fed up and all this and that, but do you know what I'm saying? All these teams now seem to be doing a Leicester, and it's true. But I mean they got a good manager as well, Fulham. Um they're doing the business at the minute. You can't argue with them. I tipped this Fulham team to go down. I I think I predict yeah, in 18. Yeah. yeah. And look at them, they've proved everybody wrong this season. And I, I think they're a fantastic team.
0: Yeah, I I think uh, they are proving a lot of people wrong, including both you myself yeah. and and, and Massat myself, myself as well. Um this uh, this season. Uh, and, and good luck to them. Newcastle, yeah. they're obviously always going to do well. They had the money um, and fair play to them for that. They, again, shows what a decent manager you can do, you know, because a few of those players were there under Steve Bruce and couldn't do anything. Longstaff was absolutely despised by the Newcastle fans, I believe. And yet, you know, he, he's now one of their best players. Eddie Howe, and as you know, I I followed him, his career, because he's, he's at Bournemouth down here, my local prem club. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, he, what he did was totally and utterly amazing. Well, you know, the, I know Ranieri got the, the manager of the year that season, but, I you know, Eddie Howe had as much right to that, that for what he achieved that season when he brought them up. Um, and he's gone away and he's done his homework and he's gone to a few clubs and watched and learnt. And I thought, oh, you know, he's going to come in here and he'll be—he'll stay here for—they'll keep him for a couple of years and then they'll get a big name in, you know. But yeah. my God, he's—he's—he's he's, he's changed that team round, you know. I—I I think they're going to get Champions League definitely this season. Um, you yeah, know, when yeah. you look, they had again all five players, uh, best players on the pitch were all Newcastle players. Um, they had four of the five that had the total shots. That they 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 just sort of dominated and it was like um you know pretty even the where 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 they attacked i i I wouldn't be surprised to see them as well win the caribou cup
1: yeah i i think they will chris they are one of my favorites to win it mm. uh they're, they're um it's it's been a long time obviously since Newcastle last won silverware i yes. mean um i don't know if i haven't definitely seen that i don't know if you've you've ever seen them win anything chris i'm not too sure
0: the the last one something uh two years before i was born
1: oh right okay 1958,
0: i believe it was Uh, i'm just going to have a look now and i can tell you exactly what it was but do uh do 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 what do you think they can do this season
1: well, I think they'll finish top four, definitely. Um, I think it'd be a battle between them and Manchester United getting that third and fourth spot. Yes. But it doesn't make a difference because even if they finish fourth, that's a fantastic season. And Eddie I was like what he said, they don't need an elite manager when you've got Eddie I doing the business at the minute. You've got the money there to spend and bring in certain players and attract these um, stars as well, these big stars. So... I reckon if I was a Newcastle United fan, I'd be happy. I'd be joy, and it, it, it's a joy to watch them. I mean, they had a fantastic... They played fantastic against Arsenal, where we drew nil-nil, but um, we, they, they broke our attacking players down. Um, we couldn't get in there between their uh, defence and get on the end of it and, and, and score a goal. You know, mm-hmm. that was how like, well they played, and you couldn't fault them for that. So, awesome. I they, they are going to be a good team, and they're, they're I'll be honest with you I think they're my team of the season so far not expecting to be where they are now and they are yes yeah well that's it for the show thank you
0: very much I think we've covered all the important games
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) well I tell you there's one game to go but let's let's have a look at this first The Daily Trophy. Uh, how long since Arsenal last won the Premier League? It's been 18 years, 246 yeah, days, yeah. five hours, 26 minutes and 55 seconds. Now, that's going to end this season. I think you're going to win it.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I think we can win it, but I, I think the, the key is this transfer window, whether we can sign one or two players, bring them in, because we really haven't got depth in our squad, Chris. If we get a couple of injuries, then that is a setback for Arsenal because obviously, with the players we've got playing well at the minute, I mean, if we get one of those players out like, injured for a length of time, that's the piece of the missing link uh, from this Arsenal. Uh, well, you've got
0: Jesus injured, isn't he?
1: We have, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's still wasn't... winning games. Yeah, we're still winning games. Uh, I know that stats seems with Benny Naketia. I don't think he's the answer to arsenal i i seriously i i don't then again this is my opinion uh Jesus has scored five goals in so many games um then obviously he was he, he had this terrible injury, but it's always he's got to come back and he's he's you know don't force him back in let him ease him yeah. back into it and then he might he might get goals you know but that's that's the lacking of Jesus at the minute his goals. I think his his work rate is unbelievable, is brilliant. He's there running all around the box and then it comes to nothing. He passes the ball and it comes to nothing. And you think you've wasted all that bloody energy for F all. He'd be better if he was a poacher in the box. But, I mean, you you look at our last five games, we've won four, we've drawn one. That's the second best. Um, Obviously, Manchester United's got the best, five and five. We've got four wins with a draw. So we got the second best uh, thing there. I believe Man United is our next game.
0: Um, It is. It is. And it yeah. is at the Emirates, though. Um, yes. But you, you've, I mean, you know, you, you weren't confident about going to Tottenham and winning. He's done it. Um, mm. You've lost one all season. You've, uh, only Newcastle have conceded less goals than you. You've conceded only 14, um, plus 28 goal difference. I mean, arteta oh, has got to go, hasn't he?
1: Oh, definitely. He should be gone by now. No, we yeah. do <laughs> I mean, kid. I
0: The process just is not working.
1: <laughs> no, I know. I mean, there is still a few Arsenal fans that are saying, you know, he's not the man, but you've really? you've got to give him time to be the man. And Arsenal has given him that. But, I mean, you look at it. I mean, we're we're on the road, obviously, trying to win the Premier League, which looks good, by the way. Mm. And also, we've been named one of the favourite teams as well to win the Europa League. Mm. So, you know, that's that's too good. If we can win that as well as winning the league. I'm not being too greedy, Chris, but this is what I want, <laughs> you know. I
0: mean, looking at the Premier League... And I mean, you, you know me and Arsenal fans. We, we we've had banter over the uh, over the years, you yeah. and me included. Um, yeah. And I always I always said, you know, give a manager time. Um, and you know, had he, you know, a couple of seasons still not doing anything, then yes, you know, maybe it was time for a change. But you know, he he's he's taken those. He's been given the time. He's taken that time. He's got rid of the troublemakers and the bad eggs and the bad players. And yeah. um, he's got you to the. I mean, it's yours to lose, surely.
1: Yeah, it is ours to lose, Chris. And to be honest with you, we, we, we've got a good. We've got a good point above Man City. I, I think we're eight points above them now. It was five, but now it's eight. No, you're eight
0: points well,
1: above Man City, yeah. Yeah, so we, you know, it's. And it's so like I said, we got Manchester United next week. And with the with us being top of the table and the recent form what both teams are in at the minute, I mean you could favour Arsenal because obviously with the home advantage. But mm. I mean, let's not forget we've what we've lost one league game and it was to Manchester United at Old Trafford this season. So You know, is it playback time for us? I mean, obviously, it's a game we want to win and a game we'd be up for, but... Yeah, and I understand that, but
0: even if you lose it, you're still going to be five points ahead. That might be two, two, depending on what Manchester City do, but there's no guarantee that they're going to be winning, is there?
1: No, it's not. No, no. I mean, the way they've been playing at the minute has been really poor. Uh, Man City and obviously they, they were changing it. it's like what I said they're changing quicker rather than sooner and they, they've got the team they've got the quality there and uh, there's there's nothing wrong with uh, Man City I know they're, good. they're they're on a bit of a spiral but they'll soon get out of it but it's good news for us so you know is that's 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 one thing it, it is good for Arsenal Football Club yes. and we just they, we can sign a couple of players um, in this window um, oh. if 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 we sign the right players, I would hmm. turn around and say, not a problem. We will win this Premier League. tillemans Tillemans. There is talks that that's come back in again. Um, I feel he's a good player. He's Premier League proven. I mean, he, he is slot right into the Arsenal team. Uh, but Odegaard's
0: playing well. Do you need two similar sort of players?
1: Exactly this this is what I'm saying because in that position is guard Smith Rowe mm. really plays in that position as well. So Smith Rowe is a backup. So if is injured, Smith Rowe comes in. But Tillemans, I think he most probably play him uh, out white right. So if anything happens to Saka, he can rotate Tillemans from in the middle and the wing look, you know. So yeah. that would be a good player to have. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think I think Anthony would agree with you there. If any Arsenal plans are still saying uh, uh, Arteta is not good enough, they do they do need a slap. But let's have a look yeah. at the form. Um, six games. We're going to look at the last six uh, because basically that's what 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 the what what one of the choices was. Based yeah. on the last six games, Arsenal top of the form table. Manchester United second. Newcastle third. But look at Brentford fourth. Brighton sixth, Villa fifth, Fulham seventh, you know, Forest as well, even their ninth, you know, and then you got Manchester City in tenth and Liverpool in eighth. I mean, it's like it's like upside down, isn't it, almost?
1: It is upside down, Chris. And you look at Man City and Liverpool, you think why aren't they up there with the longs and lights of Arsenal, Manchester United and Newcastle? But this is a do you know what this is a really strange season for me this season? I suppose everybody else, I mean, especially for like the fans of Liverpool, you know, the being and Chelsea's been so far down, but it's a good season, it is definitely interesting, you know. So, you know, it's gonna be one of those. I, I feel that obviously with the top four, obviously Chelsea and Liverpool, they're not gonna get it, they're not gonna get top four.
0: No, when I mean, is- Chelsea are in eleventh on the form table, yeah. Spurs are twelfth, uh, Leicester are fourteenth purely because we won the last two games before the World Cup.
1: Um, so he's not all that bad, is it, Chris? Leicester being fourteenth? No, yeah, that that's only
0: <laughs> included before the World Cup. Uh, yeah. I, need to, I need to do that sort of since the World Cup. Um, uh, and let's have a look at the. I uh, say Everton bottom there, West Ham bottom. Yeah, it's no um, Southampton Wolves have gone up to thirteenth, you know. So yeah. it's, it is going to it is the proverbial duck's arse at the bottom there, isn't it? You know, it is. Yeah, um, yeah. And then just some interesting stats here. Arsenal are currently the most informed team in the Premier League. They picked from an average of two point six seven points per game. Uh, Manchester United doing very good, but not excellent. They average two point five. And Newcastle is doing very good. Uh, again, but not excellent. That's 2.3. Southampton ended their uh, ended their recent results very poorly, and they got 0. 0.5 points per game. West Ham, 0. 0.17. Wow. And Everton yeah. is the worst-performing team in the league. 0. 0.17 points per game in their last six matches. They are really... They're, they're, I'd, I'd probably say they're in the worse position now than last season.
1: Yeah, it's it's safe to say that. I mean, because Frank, when Frank Lampard come in last season, he didn't do too bad for them. They're winning a few games, and they 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 got the uh, the relegation thing. Yeah, uh, but unfortunately look at that. for them,
0: that that must look beautiful to you. Halfway oh, through does, the season, eighteen games does. played, and there you are, top of the top of the pops.
1: Oh, it is. It is. Do you know what I always said to them, i', I I know I said that I've been with my missus. We had an anniversary nine years, but listen, Arsenal being top of the Premier League, and if they win the uh, Premier League, is better than being with any woman. Let's be honest. <laughs> if you're an Arsenal fan, uh, <laughs> I
0: take it she's not. She can't hear you tonight.
1: <laughs> no, she's upstairs in the bed uh, bedroom. She wanted early night. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, I, I
0: scoring, but I think you could be tonight.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> last year or last well, no, that's not yeah. good there.
0: Ash is <laughs> in. Uh I'm gonna say good evening, Ash. How are you? And I'm gonna be honest with you, mate. Uh, I did say at the start of the season um I didn't think you'd make the top four. I do uh, and I said earlier, and Anthony will back me up on this, that I you know, I, I didn't think you would do well because I think it was a rebuilding season. But I think what Ten Hag has done at Man United is is yeah. to, to be to be praised, like I say, with all the changes going on and the upheaval and everything. And I think the top four there, you're looking at the top four at the end of the season, in whichever order it works out. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe Man City drop down and been into fourth and Newcastle and United second and third but we will see and of yeah. course not looking so nice is the bottom
1: yeah
0: um you know, i don't think you know any of these teams are going to win, win rear of the year but uh, so i mean just two points between 20th and Leeds in 14th i mean yeah. that is you know that is scary I mean, you know, Forrest have got Fulham. So that, uh, sorry, but Forrest have got uh, Bournemouth away. So you tend to think Bor- uh, Forrest should win that. Uh, Leeds have got Brentford at home. Again, you probably think Brentford. Leicester have got Brighton. I'm sorry, but I think Brighton are going to that win that. Uh, Wolves, Man City. Well, you don't know with that one, do you? Um, Bournemouth, Against Liverpool and Forest. Everton West Ham. Wow. That is gonna be a huge game. I mean Bournemouth, uh, Bournemouth, Dottingham Forest, not so much, but you know, West Ham, Everton, bloody hell, yeah. Um yeah. and Southampton Villa. Uh, I'm really I'm that Everton West Ham. I think which I think you may have touched on it earlier. Whichever manager loses that, loses the job, I think.
1: Yeah, I think I think it is. And uh, I mean, you don't want to see any manager lose their job. I mean, look at the, what David Moyes oh, has no. done. For... I want to see, see Rodgers lose his job. Rodgers, yeah, I know you would. yeah, <laughs> you 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 would, yeah. Lose the job. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what Moyes has done for West Ham, like, it'd be sad for him to go. If anything, I'm, I, I've never <laughs> seen Frank Lampard get sacked from Everton, to be honest with you. So, mm. you know, and I think... You you touched on a game when it was Man City versus Wolves, but if I'm not mistaken, I think Man City's got Tottenham this Thursday, Chris.
0: Have they? Wow! I
1: think they have, and that'd be a good game as well.
0: Let's have a look. Um, I think it's a Wednesday, Wednesday, um, Palace are hosting Man United, and yeah. Thursday yet yeah, Man City are hosting Spurs. Wow! Yeah. Because of course they both they both played the game less, so fair fair. That's lovely. Why it's uh, why it's in. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Saints, I mean, the only thing we have got good in our favour that our, our goal difference is better than most of those, well, all of those beneath us. But um, is, I think yeah. I think we should have um, a, a a a little bit of, if I can find it, uh, a little bit of this. Yep, yeah, we're going to look at the odds. On who's going to be the next manager to be sacked? Um, David Moyes, two to five on is the next manager to be sanked to be sacked. Because um, <laughs> I got Frank Lampard is second uh, at yeah. nine to four. The, 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 these odds, by the way, are with um, are, are with Sky Bet. Uh, other betting right. places are available. And you, um, when as it says there, when the fun stops, please do stop. Um, but yeah, uh, David Moy's favorite, then Lampard, then Potter at 16 to 1, Conte at 16 to 1, Jesse March at 18 to 1, and then we're only and only then, and we're one, two, three, four, five managers in Brendan Rogers at 22 to 1. Um, yeah. yeah. Gary Neal is 25 and Jurgen Klopp is 33, um, Vieira is 33 and Nathan Jones are 40. I didn't I didn't think that um, Brendan Rodgers would be sort of I thought to be one of the favourites um, to be honest with you, but I suppose it's this like will you know will Lester act I suppose which is kind of keeping him in the job. Yeah.
1: I, you, all I can say, he just must really get on with the owners. At the end of the day, you know, I think we always, we always know that same bullshit baffles brings. and I think that's what Brendan's giving it, uh, you know, to the owners basically. But I think the first, the first um, manager that would get stacked, in my opinion, will be Frank Lampard. Hmm. I, well, Definitely.
0: I think it's whoever loses that game, if they are both still in situ at the time, you know, yeah. um, one of the one of the sets of owners may decide that. Oh, let's see if we can get a a, a new manager bounce before that game comes in. Yeah. Um,
1: I I think you see it if if one of them, whatever one gets sacked, I think you see it. I think you see uh, Sean Dyche go in there to any one of these clubs. Oh, I want him. <laughs> I know you do, but I think it'd be up to first grab, so Chris. Uh, do you know what I can see? I I think I think if Brendan does go, the manager I think you get you get replaced him would be the old um Southampton manager. Hassel. Yeah.
0: Um I could just say at the moment, to be honest with you, I'd take Steve Bruce.
1: No uh, <laughs> <laughs> You can have Major Pearson off Bristol City if you want.
0: <laughs> hey, he was good when he left us. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I don't know. Uh, Ash is asking about Pep and Arteta. I've no idea or for Ten Hag because it doesn't go uh, doesn't go that uh, that high. Um, yeah. Let's just have a look then. So also, what I'm looking at here is who's going to win the Premier League outright? Arsenal, our favourites. At four yeah. to five, uh, City second favourites, United third favourites, and Newcastle are fourth favourites. The interesting thing is, though, that Arsenal four to five on, and I could say, yeah. I do honestly think it's yours to lose. Uh, Man City five to four, United then a big jump to 16 to one, Newcastle 50 to one. But then it is a huge, huge jump um, at, to Liverpool at 250-1. to one. That's a huge gap, isn't it?
1: It is. And especially with a top team like that, Liverpool, you know, you, you would never have thought that, you know, yeah. it, 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 seriously. But I think the way does, things are going, you, you sum up the points between Manchester United and Manchester City, I think it's just, it's just a win. Three points,
0: Manchester United to Manchester City.
1: Yeah, it's like for um, one point or three points. Is but is one of them. Uh, let me just have a look.
0: Um, oh, Manchester sorry. United. No, it's
1: one point. Man United
0: thirty-eight, one... Newcastle
1: thirty-eight, City thirty-nine. Yeah, it's one point. So, do you know what I mean? An- anything, anything can happen in, in that um situation, and the, and. <laughs> but the way Manchester United are playing at the minute I mean you never know I mean it only takes ours I think it's Arsenal to lose and if they don't get anyone to body in this window Chris I, I feel that there's going to be an upset with Arsenal and the way Man United are going at the minute they can just gradually I know it- it- it's like well, 10 points at the minute between or eight, nine points, nine yeah, well, it'd be nine points between Arsenal and Man United, but yeah, halfway through the season, three wins is nothing. It's nice being that you know above them by nine points, but mm. carrying on through the season, it only needs an upset, and then, do you know what I mean? Man United are are in in well, they could be back in it, and winning the Premier League.
0: Yeah, Saint is asking: Is that uh, Leicester City's away kit? No, it is not actually. It is just a baseball top uh, done a la Leicester City.
1: Um, same sponsor, isn't it? Sponsor. Oh, yeah,
0: it is the same sponsor yeah. and everything. Uh, yeah, it's just a, just a baby. It was a, a Christmas present that had to go back because of, I'm a I'm a faster bugger than I thought. My daughter thought, and um, <laughs> therefore we had to get Teresa resized. Um, teams to go down. Now this is interesting. Favorites to get relegated: uh, Bournemouth two to seven on, followed yep. by Everton eight to eleven on, Southampton five to six, Forest two to one. Ooh, I don't know. I didn't tell you that Wolves five to two, Leeds seven to two, Leicester seven to two, uh, West Ham four to one. And then it's a big jump for Crystal Palace at sixteen and Villa at fifty. Um, Bournemouth, Everton, Southampton I, don't, I mean, Nottingham Forest, I don't think they're going to go down
1: mm. No, but I'm very surprised at how many players they signed this season, and you know he's taken them well, it, it hasn't really taken him long to, um, to pick out a good 11 team though has it, really? I mean, they've won their last three and five, as we've seen earlier today in the stream, so you know, they, they're they're averaging like um, a 10th position side. Like, you know what I mean? They seem to be winning three and five. If they keep winning three and five games, there's nothing wrong with that. That's a top 10 team when you win three and five. But going back, I think Bournemouth would definitely go down. They'd definitely uh, be bottom. Uh, Maybe Everton, but... It don't, It wouldn't seem like Everton not being in it next season. It seem a bit odd when it because all the years they've been in the Premier League. Yes, yes. And um, West Ham, we're, we're used to them all going down every now and then, like sort of thing. So or Southampton. So is 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 one out of those three? Uh, well, two out of those three, basically, uh, if we go in down. Um,
0: next. Job available for Sean Dyche, he's favorite to take over Everton.
1: Yeah, I, 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 this is what I was saying. Whoever loses out of them it is a job there for uh, Sean Dyche. It's like what you said, he's a good manager. Uh, if he steps in early enough, he, he'll keep that team up, whether it's going to be West Ham or Everton. And uh, the, the following season, I think they'll give him a bit of a budget for him to spend. And I, I think he'd do well at West Ham or in Everton. I, I think that's that he stores, suits that sort of style of football in what they both play. Mm.
0: I, I would like him, even if it's short term, at Leicester because I do think, um, I just think he could keep us up and that's what we need, to be honest with you. But, well, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, Brad was saying on your live stream, you would take the job and you uh, keep him up. <laughs> mm.
0: yeah. Big big Sam. Let's get Big Sam in. Um, big Sam. Uh, Let's let's just see what we who else could possibly take over. Um Leicester's next permanent manager. Um, Sean Dyche is favourite to get it. I mean he is linked with every job, isn't he? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh yeah. my god. Third is R- Rafael uh Rafa Benitis. Um, oh God help us. Then, but, but, um, Marcella Bielsa, no, thank you. Potuccino holy no. goodness, please, please. Dean Smith, oh, Roy Hodgson, oh my God, twenty-five to one, Roy Hodgson. I'm going to go off and slip my wrist now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to say, Chris, have all that lot. I think you will pick Rafael Benitez. I mean, the, the, the guy's CV, the manager's CV, um, does it for me. He doesn't have a bad CV, Rafael Benitez.
0: No, but. I know. No, you
1: might not want him, does, but...
0: what, What's the CV worth? Nor does Brendan Rodgers. But his fucking CV was at Celtic, and you and me could have won things at that club. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Anthony, mate, thank you so much for joining us. Our regular host good. here on um, the, uh, the the review show next week, yep. we will hopefully be joined by uh, somebody that's better looking than the both of us. Uh, a rose between two thorns
1: <laughs> in May. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you said someone better looking than us. I said, what well, is Doug coming on? <laughs> that's a joke. <ginger. laughs> uh, so, uh,
0: When I say (laughs) rose between two thorns, of course, I do mean two little pricks. Um, I'm doing myself in that. Um, Thank you so much. Tell everybody where where you can be found. So your link is below. Obviously, now as a regular uh, presenter in every in every YouTube chat we do, but do do tell everybody where they can find you, sir.
1: Yeah, um, you can find me on here on this until I die. Um, Chris does a remarkable job um, on those things, but also in the background. I mean, just look at this, you know. And you get Arnie at the end of it. I mean, what more do you want? <laughs> I'll be back, you know. Um, but yeah, you can find me on this until You're I die. You
0: don't more, mate.
1: Big <laughs> <laughs> like and subscribe if you haven't, and watch it back if you've missed it. You can also find me on um, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at my socials. At My name is Anthony Herbert. You can also find me on Rad show on the top ten. I haven't been recently mentioning this, but that's another show um, you can find me on. If you haven't subscribed to that one, subscribe <laughs> to that one as well. That's another Leicester fan. They love me, these Leicester fans. Chris, Brad, you know, whoever. And um, you can also find me on... <laughs> you can also find me on... A Manchester United channel, uh, where I presents a show, Gunners from All Corners, which is streamed Fridays, Friday nights at nine o'clock. All things Arsenal, Arsenal fans. We do have a laugh and a chat on there, and um, we say Arsenal wins the league.
0: <laughs> you know what? Surprises me there that all these channels you are, none of them are Arsenal channels.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's, it's well. I, 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 I do appear to go on wherever, like sort of it's because everybody wants me, Chris. <laughs> left, right, everybody wants yeah. you,
0: but no Arsenal one wants. Wow, yeah, true. <laughs> true, mate. Take care, thank you so much. Um, uh, thank you for standing in for Brad in last week's predictions. You did well, no, for him right. 12 points you yeah. got for him. Better than he gets on his own. He might ask you to stand in again this week. Who knows? But thanks for well, we him like
1: Rogers and bring me on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I if Roger sacks, I'll bring you in, mate. All right, then. Take care, buddy. Thanks very much.
1: Cheers, Chris. All the best. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Be sure to go and give Anthony a follow. Um, one of the nicer Arsenal fans. Um, there are a couple of them around. I'll tell you, um, they're just very, very hard to find. That's the trouble. They're all, they're all trying to sort of, you know, they're still trying to find if they can get out of the uh, uh, Arteta must be sacked groups that they've all committed to. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Hey! Coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. It is the aforementioned prediction show tomorrow night, nine o'clock. Brad is back. Um, if he doesn't want Anthony to stand in for him, and also Steve is back, Steve Limex, the ex Leicester players. And talking of ex Leicester players, um, the conversation, our new one to one chat, we've got oh, probably the biggest name that I've actually had on the channel so far. Is coming up, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, subject to his availability. Uh, Ex-Leicester player, ex-England player. Who could it be? You'll have to wait and see. But I am really, really ultra excited. And I think I'm going to actually bring that show to you live from my toilet because I think I'll just sit on the toilet and shit myself while I'm talking to him because uh, everything could possibly go wrong. Look, thanks very much, Guy. It was, it was a good weekend for some, a bad weekend for others. Uh, but it's football. At the end of the day, it's only a game. That's what I'm trying to keep saying to myself. Hey, ready for Arnie? Good night. Take care. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening.
1: Watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too, or I'll be back.
0: Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, Participate in restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.